On this episode of Tech Talks Business, I speak with Michaela Brandley of Thrivent. Michaela, thank you so much for joining me and uh, giving our listeners of Take Talks Business an opportunity to learn a little bit more about you and Thrivent. Yes, thank you so much for having me here. I am super excited. I am ready to go. Absolutely. Um, so for our listeners, um, especially for those who may not have already had a chance to connect with you in here, here in Hampton Roads, um, can you give people a little bit of background about uh, your professional career and what has led to what you're now doing with Thrivent? Yes, absolutely. So um, I kind of tell people it's been a little bit of a windy road. Um, ever since I was little, I knew that I wanted to do something where I was helping people. Um, so for a while, I wanted to be in the FBI, um, okay. shadowed under an FBI agent. Um, I wanted to be a social worker. Okay, I interviewed with an FBI agent. I didn't shadow under him, <laughs> sorry. Um, what can I do realistically where I know that every single day when I go to work, I can implement tangible change for people to help them live their lives that that they want you know and and that looks really different for every single individual that i work with and every family um but at the end of the day working with thriving and being a financial advisor um especially you know working with a faith-based not-for-profit company i do feel that i have the freedom and um the ability to help people align their values with the financial decisions that they're making in order to live the lives that are important to them. Gotcha. And that does play a big part of the the thriving, I guess, culture or mission. Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about that approach and how you, in, in talking with you, I know we talked about a little bit how it's somewhat unique. Yeah. The professionals themselves may incorporate that, but as, a, as an organization, you incorporate that. Yeah. Um, I guess that kind of goes twofold from how we work with our members to how we interact in the community. Um, from a, a member level, financial planning and, and dealing with money is different for everybody. And so it's not necessarily to say that one approach is better than a different approach. Um, but I have found a lot of times with members that I work with that they don't necessarily understand not only where they are and if they're doing okay but like why what steps do we need to take um and so it's just this big scary mess of confusion (laughs) and um you know people can very clearly tell me where they want to be in 10 years and then we talk about the practical steps of okay how do you want to get there and i kind of say it's like a deer in the headlights look sometimes um which is totally understandable because i feel they haven't had anyone to sit down and take the time with them to to focus on that education piece. So working with Thriven and and really highlighting that values piece of what is important to you and why, we can take a step back from, you know, executing on this and moving forward and to focus on the education so that that's something they can live throughout their daily life and teach to their families and spread through their churches and the communities and different nonprofits. So um, that's beautiful. Um, And then, like I said, working into a community Element. I, I really have the honor to be able to spend a lot of time with different nonprofit organizations and just practice financial literacy. You know, it, it really looks different, like I said, with everybody, but sometimes mm-hmm. I'm in schools um, in, with different nonprofits, t- you know, talking to, to little kids about, 
needs, wants, and wishes, and why do we have a job, and why are we at school, and those types of things. And sometimes, you know, I'm with other young professionals similar to myself, and in those moments, I feel really grateful to be able to speak to them about, you know, how I got to where I am, and that really we can accomplish those things, but give them some tools to get there. So that's great. Yeah. Well, and I think sometimes people automatically assume when they talk about a financial planner that that starts basically after you already have a job and a career. You seem to have started that process a little bit sooner rather than just the expectation, well, if you've got a job and you've got a career, call me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's been a an interesting thing as I've entered the industry that a lot of that happens. You know, yeah. a lot of people have kind of, for lack of better words, just been turned away from people. And to me, I mean, financial planning is inclusive. Everybody has to have a plan. Yeah. It, it, the plan is not like get here and then start. How are you going to get there? You yeah. know, like how are you going to get to be so that you can create this whatever it is that you're trying to do if no one helps you get there? Um, and so that is really where I feel super lucky because it, it does start before. People don't just get to yeah. making these big jobs and having all this money to even plan with if no one helped them. And, and so that you know working with youth is is really important and then also you know when we are with members i a lot of times will you know be working with parents but include the kids on the meetings and sit and talk maybe not about details of numbers of how much but like you know the behind the scenes of why are we doing this like what are yeah. these different tools that we can use what options you know i do a lot with college planning and the student loan environment right now we all know is kind of crazy <laughs> um so but instead of just sitting with the parents i will you know have the kids come in and we'll talk about you know what are their options and um things like that are i think really important and provide a lot of empowerment for the people that i work with and along those same lines as far as your involvement um and and being just totally open about this you and i have had some uh, conversations about as a young professional, mm -hmm. um, it can be intimidating sometimes for mm -hmm. people to get involved, to put yourself out there, whether it's yeah. in networking environments, whether it's in leadership roles. <laughs> um, and, and you've been willing to do that um, even in communities you may not already be familiar with. So it's yeah. one thing to do it in a community you're familiar with, but then on top of that to do it in, in a new environment. Can you talk a little bit about where that drive came from, I mean, is it something you had to kind of force yourself into? Is it something that mm -hmm. somewhat came natural? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, really, one of the reasons that I wanted to be here with you today is because of that. I am in a new community. I've been in Virginia for about a year now, and I really have been loving every second of it. <laughs> um, but it was important to me to know the community that I'm living in and working with, um, I guess, I knew always from when I was younger, I wanted to be really involved with my community. Um, I'm, I think humans in general, me specifically, introverted, extroverted, whatever, like humans are social creatures and we thrive in environments where we can collaborate and lean on one another and, you know, bounce ideas and grow together. Um, so I love that, like cultivating that space um, is really <laughs> like excites me. But it definitely, I was, I was nervous. I will never forget my first chamber event. It was one of the <laughs> Tuesday 10 things and it was in Portsmouth at the, the Granite Place. Shout out, really beautiful if you want yeah. some granite. Um, 
but I was like, my hands were sweating. I was all nervous. <laughs> like I sat in my car for a minute, like Michaela, you're, you're good. You got this, like you're fine. And I was like, I met really amazing people, honestly, at that meeting, like, and it took a while to like build those relationships for real. Yeah. But um, several of those people at that first one, I'm still really close with today. So um, yeah, it's, it's difficult, I guess, um, to make the decision. Um, but I always knew that I, I wanted to build something bigger and I like bigger than me. And if I'm going to do that, I have to get a community of people um, and we can share this vision together. And um, so moving across, I literally just moved out of the, across the country um, and kind of basically picked a spot on a map. So I knew I was going to have to go out of my comfort zone and um, I remember when I was in high school, I went to this camp and the, there was like a, it was a leadership thing and there was a slogan on the back of our shirts that said, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. And um, I just think truer words have never been said. So I, I guess we just do it. Either. That's cool. Have there been any lessons learned in your career that really stick out to you that kind of maybe help change your focus or, or better position you to be successful? Yeah, um, I guess a couple of things, and I'll expand upon them, but like the ability to pivot and be flexible. Yeah. Um, but then also the the commitment to like follow your yourself, like your true self. Yeah. Um, so obviously I started my career in the pandemic, um, which we're all learning together what that looks like. Yeah. Um, but then really just navigating coming here, working you know with different partners that are we're remote and we're together and incorporating all of that like sometimes you have expectations and you think oh i'm going to come into the situation and this is how it's going to go and if yeah. you get i've learned like if if you i allow myself to get too stuck on my expected vision that sometimes i lose like the bigger opportunities that may be available gotcha does that make sense yeah so you've got the goal in mind mm -hmm. but how you're going to reach that goal has to has to change at times you have to yeah. be open yeah yeah, yeah mm -hmm. exactly mm -hmm. very cool um so we talked a little bit about lessons learned how about success is there anything from a success standpoint that you look at and you go i'm really proud of that <laughs> yeah just really truly like getting into this community i feel like my goal my career to me is a long-term career that's you know i'm in it for the long haul i had you know different job opportunities back home and i just knew i didn't want to stay there long term so yeah. i was like i don't want to start and and give these people a couple couple years of like my hard work and dedication and then leave um yeah. and so because of that i was very intentional in the hiring process and everything like my first year or two was going to be getting involved in this community and finding where I fit and um, really like just getting myself out there. I feel like you have to be intentional with the situations and environments that you put yourself in if you want to grow and you want to thrive. And that is something I will say that I feel I have done a pretty good job of. Um, I feel like I can walk on the street and people start are starting to know me and I go in every chamber event now is like, a party and then I'm like I have to focus <laughs> now on being like okay meet new people I have to go in with that intention because otherwise it's like seeing all my old friends yep. and it's been less than a year so like that is wonderful um, and I really do which I think it you know the culture here too that's definitely credit to that but yeah. building that and, and being able to 
just create those spaces where people can connect. Kind of being a connector, I guess, is something yeah. that I'm I'm very proud of, and I would like to continue um, as I move forward in my career. That's great. So. A lot of this, even though you, you work obviously for a larger company, but in your role, you're very much, you're essentially your own boss. I mean, yes, it is very much an <laughs> entrepreneurial spirit type of environment. Yeah. Um, do you, when you look back as, as a young professional, was that something that you felt like that was just you by nature? <laughs> like you were the entrepreneur, but you had to go find that, that right fit from a business standpoint or was it something more where you kind of figured out okay this is the right fit but now I got to teach myself to be that entrepreneur oh yeah no I think the entrepreneur side just like runs deep um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I say I have the best job in the world because I, I say I have unlimited or I have complete autonomy, but unlimited support is what I say. Gotcha. Um, and that's what I want. Like, I yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I believe in myself to go out and do the things that I need to be doing without necessarily having someone tell me to do them yeah. for, you know. Um, yeah. So it works out really well that there's that separation, but also, you know, I am young. There are lots of like different scenarios that I haven't encountered yet. And so I always can be like, oh, hey, this is what I'm working on, this is what's going on, like, let's collaborate, and, you know, what do we think is the best fit? So it's yeah. never, like, I'm out alone on an island, but also, like, no one's calling me at 8 a.m., like, oh, you haven't punched in, where are you at? And I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm probably still in my pajamas because it's Zoom, you yeah. know? So, yeah. kidding, but, you know, depends on the day, right? <laughs> So, yeah. That's cool. So, um, for a, a young professional who is looking to do that, if, if somebody's looking at what you're doing with Thriven, say, mm -hmm. okay, that sounds great. Like, I want to do that. But the reality is it's not always kind of the right fit for everyone. I mean, sure. the idea of being your own boss sounds great. Yeah. And and doing the hours based on what you want to do sounds great. But if, if you're looking and talking to another young professional or somebody who's coming out of school, what what kind of traits or what advice would you give them if they were looking to do that? And especially on that, that, that financial side, knowing that it's not just about being your own boss, but you play a large role in the direction that, a, that an individual or a family is going to be mm -hmm. taking with their financial future. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a big responsibility for sure. Um, sometimes, you know, people do give me flack because I'm young. <laughs> but I, I always tell them, like, hey, I respect that, you know, yeah. and, and that is why we are going to work in teams. And, like, and because, like I said, like, in the beginning of, you know, us talking that I get to implement tangible change for these people's financial futures. Like, yeah. that's a big deal. And I do take that very seriously. Um, and so, so that is part of it. Like, the integrity piece of, like, genuinely wanting to do the right things and making sure, like, I never will be, I learned, right, learned yeah. not to be afraid to ask dumb questions because like, this is real, these are real people. So like, I need to make sure that everything that we're doing, I can see this solution, maybe it'd be a fine solution, but maybe we can collaborate and come up with like a better solution and do the best thing. Like I wanna do the best thing for my clients. Yeah. Um, and and they'll see that, you know, and then, and, and then we build these cool relationships where 
I'm going to their churches and, and they are on the board of this nonprofit and they're inviting me out to speak. And, and you know, so I, I do love that. Like, that's what gets me super excited. Yeah. Um, but just for going back to the young professional thing coming out, like, honestly, I, I don't think it's for everybody. Yeah. Um, and, and that's okay. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But there is a level of, like, self-motivation that you have to just keep doing it like you know what I mean you have to keep getting up early even if you don't necessarily like have to Um, there are things to be done and um, and sometimes it makes more sense to work in a different environment have a boss live you know and and have some security for a while and then maybe you can go out and do side hustle things if that's if you're not if the idea of having to like make it on your own doesn't make you excited, if that yeah. makes you like want to like poop <laughs> your pants, then it maybe like that's not maybe branch out by starting with a you know something on the side that yeah. if you decide oh wait I love this like let's do it then you can do it full time whenever you want yeah. like it is your life. How do you manage the personal side of that? Knowing that I mean. I think mm-hmm. if somebody comes into a restaurant and has a bad meal, okay, they may be upset for a little while, but eventually they're going to go and the, and they're going to move on with their day. Mm-hmm. When it comes to finances, it's be, it becomes such a personal aspect of that. Yeah. How do you manage that personal aspect with the business of still knowing that it is a business and they are it is finance that you're dealing with? Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> you would think sometimes like working with a professional people would just like listen more (laughs) I'm kidding but I'm not but it's um, really honestly sometimes you just have to let people go at their own pace sometimes people tell me like hey this is my goal and I can see it like I see the path I'm 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 already we've completed the mission I'm like done and then I walk them through you know that process and they're like no I think that doesn't sound very good <laughs> and I'm like well why why don't you think it sounds very good and they're like I, ah, you know yeah. and sometimes they have reasons sometimes it doesn't quite make sense but the thing like that to me just goes back to like that education level and I have to take a step back because these people are not just saying like, oh, I feel nervous about that for no reason. They feel yeah. nervous about it. Okay, yep. so let's take a step back and let's focus on the education. And if still they're like, you know what? That's what I tell people all the time is financial planning is supposed to make your life less stressful, not more. Yeah. So if we're going to do something, even if it's going to maybe accomplish some financial goals, but you're going to be losing sleep every single night because you feel like you have to check the stock market every three hours, yeah. it's it's not worth it. It's not yeah. worth it. Let's let's find a different path. You know, yeah. some people are would be upset the opposite way. You know, if they didn't have, uh, you know, the risk and the volatility, Anyways, everybody is different. And so it's just understanding that and letting people go at their pace. Um, I learned that early on. Like sometimes I just wanted to, I get excited when people tell me like, this is what I want to do. I'm like, okay, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do this and that and this and that. And then it's going to (laughs) be perfect. Just wait, I'll show you. And they're like, "Uh, you're literally talking about my whole livelihood. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. Um, And so that's that's been a learning process for me because I'm such a doer in everything that I really have to dial back and slow down um, because unfortunately I don't feel like people have been educated enough to understand these kind of things like I went to school for this and it still can be confusing in certain times you know Um, so 
to sit with someone who's never had a finance class in their life and start talking about Roth IRAs and 403Bs and do you, you know, like they're like, I don't uh-huh. And that's exactly. totally fair, so. Exactly. Well, so before we wrap up, the one thing I wanna make mm-hmm. sure we do um, is for anyone who is looking to connect with you, learn more about you, learn more about what you have to offer, learn more about Thrivent. How do they connect with you? Where do they find you? Oh, yes. Okay, well, LinkedIn and my email are really the best space. Perfect. Um, I have a business Instagram, but like I probably shouldn't give it out because it's it's not very up to date. <laughs> but we're working on it. We're working on it. Um, gotcha. Will my name be spelled out here? Will people Three, be able to yep, see my name? Yep. Well, really, if you just like Google that, Perfect. or it will take you right to my website, and then you can either send me an email there, or also my LinkedIn pops up, Perfect. and you can direct message me. Um, Wonderful. Also on both sides, like if you're looking to work with somebody from like, hey, you know, I would like someone to look at my financial situation from like a value standpoint and just see if we're doing, you know, the things that I would like to be doing. But also definitely we are hiring in this area. My guy Richard would be really happy. I'm I'm shouting out. (laughs) So if anyone is wanting to, you know, start a financial career, we've just had a couple of people that are... Um, nearing the end of their career, really, like we're losing three advisors here in this area with thriving. Okay. Um, so there's just a need just from an age standpoint. So Yeah, great, um, great. Also, well, LinkedIn, both of our favorite profiles. So, yes. um, so we'll definitely hook you up on LinkedIn. But um, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks so much for stopping by and, and taking the time to, to give us some feedback and some insight. Um, and giving the listeners of Take Talks Business an opportunity to get to know you a little bit better. Yes, thank you so much for having me. It was a wonderful time. Absolutely. And thank you to the listeners of Take Talks Business. We'll catch you on the next episode.